welcome to Here's a Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast show that will slice and dice or praise and hype a movie each and every month as a theme. And this month is Jurassic Park. So here we have it, Jurassic World, the hip and fresh reboot to the tired old franchise. Jurassic Park 3 was such a letdown, it took 12 years to get dinosaurs back on the big screen. Indeed, this script was floating around Hollywood for a good 5-10 years before it was picked up. And here we have it. I had no interest in seeing this and was dragged to see this. I wrote this as I was exiting the cinema back in 2015. Quote, Saw Jurassic World, a solid 6 out of 10, but very much a kid's movie. No fear, little blood, and terrible dialogue. But hey-ho, it's a kid's movie, right? Plus, all I was thinking was, this is Jurassic Park meets Aliens. I don't know where I got Aliens from, but anyway. <clears throat> Plus, I want to know what a brand of heels Bryce Dallas Howard is winning. She's running all the fucking time in this movie and gunning down dinosaurs wearing six-inch heels. Unquote. So do I feel the same five years later? I doubt it. Having watched this back many, many times since, its flaws stick out such as the annoying brothers, the idiot billionaire, Chris Pratt, and the new dinosaur design, which is fucking lame. So it's bored. I wanted a giant hamster balls, and welcome to Jurassic World. With its $150 million budget, this thing pulled an incredible $1.6 billion. Starring Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, Ty Simpkins, Nick Robinson, Vincent Delfrono, Jake Johnson, Judy Greer, Afran Khan and Jimmy Fallon. Directed by Colin Tarovo. I think that's his name. The plot, Jurassic Park, is now opened and has been for 20 plus years. However, it isn't making money. So the billionaire owner gets the scientist to make a new hybrid dinosaur, the Andromedus Rex. When the park's manager's nephews go for a visit, all hell breaks loose as the dinosaur escapes and eats everything and anything in its path. It's down to a rough and tough park worker his trained raptors and a manager to rescue the kids and indeed the park. Can they do this before a shadow company steals the dinosaurs off the park? I find out here. So the movie opens up on a cracking of an egg as this movie's big bad is born. Then we meet the target audience, two teenage boys, Grey, played by Ty Simpkins of Insidious Movies, and his older brother Zach, played by Nick Robinson of Melissa and Joy fame. We find out Grey is big into dinosaurs and might have special needs, although that could be from Molly Coddling. Hmm. He has dinosaur toys everywhere, plus has one of the old-timey Vision Master type thingies, which has what looks like Ray Harryhausen monsters inside of it. Is this a nod to the original Lost World? Hmm. We also meet his mother, Karen, played by Judy Greer of Halloween 2018, a check archives. She's busy trying to get the boys out the door for the week with her sister, who is a manager of Jurassic Park, as she deals with her divorce. Wait, as they said at Christmas? Who the fuck is divorced at Christmas? Wait until at least Valentine's deliver the other same person, you bloody bitch. 
off the boys go as they leave their parents a bicker. And yeah, this is really a family-friendly movie. Wait, what am I saying? There's a rise in single-parent families, so I guess this is perfectly fine. Cut to the boys loading onto a ferry, the Isla Nubor. Cute Spielberg, real cute. As on the boat, Grey handily gives us a data dump that when the park first opened, it only had eight species of dinosaurs. Now they have 14 herbivores and 16, sorry, six carnivores, plus a few of the books, but more on that later. At the dock, the boys meet Zara, played by Kate McGrath of Supergirl TV fame. She's their aunt's PA. She's tasked to watch over the boys. Now on a completely glass train, the boys head to the real star of the movie, Jurassic Park itself. And note, Kate McGrath is reading Dr. Malcolm's book, God Created Dinosaurs. He is one of the many, 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 many nods to the original Jurassic Park as the train speeds through the original gates to Jurassic Park. Once inside the hotel, Grey runs all like a fucking annoying little gnat, as Zack is too cool for school and bored of up for bloody everything. Grey flings open the hotel bay windows to show Jurassic World as the theme plays. And the theme plays about 62 billion times during this fucking movie. And you can just hear Sir Richard Attenborough saying, Welcome to Jurassic World! As the camera zooms, and this is one of many, many shots of the camera zooming in terrible CGI, into the park's control room, on to the high-heeled feet of Claire, played by Bryce Dabber, Dallas rather, Hubbard of Spider-Man 3 fame. Also Ron Hubbard's daughter. She's the manager of the park. A bit young for a manager since she's just, what, about 30-something? Running a multi-million dollar park. And, did I mention she's the aunt to these boys, moving the fuck right on. She's giving a guiding tour of the park labs, while explaining that the park isn't making any money, as the costs have tripled and gone through the roof. But if they, they will just invest, the company, uh, the park can come back to life. as a great sales pitch right there, love, you know. Hmm. She goes on, no one is impressed with dinosaurs anymore, they're just like Elvis in a zoo. Sad but true fact about humans there, we get bored of things extremely fast. Again, but this is a great sales pitch for this fucking failing park. She asks, she adds rather, their gene splicing labs have cooked up new dinosaurs. An investor adds, quote, they want to be thrilled. So Claire spins a 3D computer image of the dino DNA of the Andromedus Rex, which I'm calling Pepsi Max from now on in. Or should that be Pepsi Max with teeth? Hmm. Or fucking Frankie the Dinosaur for crying out loud. Fucking Frankenstein monster. <clears throat> Up walks Dr. Wu, played again by B.D. Wong. To explain, this dinosaur wasn't bred, but cooked up in a lab. Uh, weren't they all? He adds, it'll be bigger than a T-Rex. That's no bloody well hard. Crying out loud. Fucking two of these four movies of fucking T-Rex has been teenier than the big bad. Moving on. Terrible zooming CGI onto the visitor centre, which has holograms of all the dinosaurs in the park. Finally, the boys meet their aunt. Again, Grey is buzzing around like a fucking fly, whereas Zack is rolling his eyes more than dice at fucking Vegas. Claire pawns over the boys to Zara, uh, still 
Never mind, she hands them a gift card for food of over a thousand dollars. How fucking expensive is the food in this bloody well park? Uh, that's going to make it alright, isn't it? Uh, dear God, that's right, it's terrible. Claire, but of course being a working girl, is handcuffed to her cell phone. So if she goes to do business type stuff, this leaves the mist of Zack and overexcited Grey. And for God's sake, get this fucking kid riddling stat. Cut to the control room, which is very nice, I must say. And we meet part computer nerds. Vivian, played by Lauren Lupkis. And Lowry, played by Jake Johnson, who has a thing for retro Jurassic Park stuff, but moving on. Seems Claire's sales pitch worked amazingly. The Pepsi Max with teeth is now sponsored by Verizon. After some banter, if Lowry's original Jurassic Park t-shirt isn't bad taste, we hear the invisible electrical fences don't work. Great security here, mate, for fuck's sake, I mean, you've got hundreds, if not thousands of dinosaurs wandering around this fucking park and a Fucking fences don't work. Still, never mind. On a helicopter, in flies a billionaire owner, Mr. Mazrani, played by Ifran Khan. As he lands, his co-pilot all but throws up because that's funny, right? Claire claims aboard and is told by Maserati that he has a pilot's license until his co-pilot says no, not for another two to three lessons. She then tells him, as the copter takes off gingerly, the park is fine, but the customer status are in the low 90s. It's perfectly fine. Then he flies them to Pipsy Max Zero's containment area. She continues, the park is bleeding money, however. All that Maserati can say is, spare, no expense. A great fucking billionaire this guy is for crying out loud. I mean, I thought the whole point of being a billionaire is... You have to stay a billionaire because money is all is in your world. Therefore, you have to be fucking kept a billionaire. Not bleed money hand over fucking fist. As the copter lands, the Jurassic Park plays theme rather plays for the ninth time. I'm only 15 minutes into this two plus hour fucking movie. The co-pilot immediately throws up because frankly Maserati is a fucking terrible pilot. He almost hits a bird and flies into the tree line several times. Claire shows Pepsi Max Zero with strawberry, as much like in Jurassic Park 1 with the T-Rex. She's a no-show, um, so Claire just stands like a fucking idiot. After explaining, she, the dinosaur, attacks the fence and windows, almost killing some park employees when feeding it. They now feed it from a hook, and upon clapping eyes on it, Mizorani Complains it's white and he doesn't want it white. No comment. Claire adds she, Pipsy Max with Lang, has thermal vision much like snakes and can see everything. Also, there was two but Pipsy Max with Lemon killed Coke Zero. Mazarani tells Claire to allow Owen Grady to look over the diet Pipsy Max's paddock for flaws. This puts Claire's nose out of joint and cut to a forest as a pig is getting chased by a raptor's itbill gets away. And this is our introduction to a Blue the Raptor, the real star of this bloody movie and the next movie. Also, Owen, played by Chris Pratt of Guardians of the Galaxy fame. I have to say, I thought this guy won a little bit. He's a gun nut, hunter, Trump-supporting, homophobe, and he cheated on his wife. No, not Owen, although this guy's an insufferable prick. But Chris Pratt himself, what a fucking arsehole this guy is. 
Somehow, this twat with the tight jeans, survival vest and clicker tamed these killing machines. Strike one! Up walks the movie's bad guy, Hoskins, played by Vincent Delfrono of Netflix's Daredevil. He's an ex-army merc trying to force Owen into making his trained raptors a hit squad. Owen's BFF, Barry, played by Omar Sy, looks in disgust, telling Hopkins, quote, All you see are weapons, not beautiful creatures. Yeah, mate, try telling that when you're fucking getting them chewed off. Anyway... Owen is interested in Hoskins' sales pitch, so he walks off to hand-feed his pet raptors. A pig handler falls into raptor pen, so Owen jumps into safe in. Yet the raptors don't attack or even try to take a bite out of him, or indeed the pig handler. Strike 2! They've just spent five minutes banging about how dangerous and how fierce these creatures are, yet Owen isn't Dino Chew, nor indeed the pig handler who has his back to the fucking cages after Owen rescues him. What in the f... As the camera pulls out, we see the raptor's pen is teeny for four raptors. Hello, where's Greenpeace and Peter? Cramped much. Cut to a baby stegosaurus getting ridden like a bloody pony. How fucking charming is that? It's a fucking petting zoo. How much do these fucking dinosaurs cost to make other just to being petting zoo pets? Jesus fuck, I mean, uh, anyway, Zack and Grey ditch Zara at the zoo and run off to the T-Rex feeding exhibit. And I love the fact over the P it says, quote, this will, de- this will be disturbing to small children. Yeah, fucking think. It's a goat getting ripped apart for fuck's sake, not so a handful of bloody well chicken feeds. This time, old Rex shows up and feeds, feeds, feasts rather, on the poor goat as little children chant, "Eat it, eat it, eat it." Yeah, that's just not disturbing anything. Yet dinosaurs are the movie's bad guys. Karen calls Zach in the middle of the divorce to chastise him for not calling her yellow because your divorce isn't supporting us telling off your fucking fifteen-year-old son. Aye. Once hanging up, Karen calls Claire to chew her out over ditching the boys. Uh, hello, love. She has to run a multi-million dollar fucking park. She's not a fucking babysitter, yeah. Mm. Karen piles on the guilt trip, saying, quote, This must be a family weekend, with not one stitch of irony in her voice. Moving on to an uncomfortable scene of Claire trying to hold her dominance over Owen, as he fluts with her while fitting with his gear stick. On his bike, get your mind out of the gutters, you dirty bastard. Seems you two dated while he was still in the Navy, and my god, the chemistry just fizzles. These two have a none of it. Yet, they're supposed to be former lovers. Oh, and for a multi-billion dollar company, he's living in one of the rickety old fucking bullet trailers. Spared no expense. Try spared all expense. He watches her, oh sorry, mansplains to her that these dinosaurs are alive and not just numbers on a spreadsheet. She says she knows this. So he adds, quote, they've got to eat, hunt and smash. He then asks her if any of these apply to her. And our hero everybody, a complete fucking douche nozzle. Meanwhile, after the explosive chemistry, it's back to the boys as they're watching a 
Mosasaurus getting fed by a great white shark. And note, this was the idea of a joke. A sea dinosaur eating a great white because Jaws. Funny, right? Again, Zack is going to his cell phone chatting to his girlfriend. Typical fucking millennial. Yet, Grey is still buzzing like Beavis hopped up on sugar. Barbie, check him archives when we look at Beavis and Bud do America. The boys get soaked as old Mozzie eats the Great White in 290 bites. And wait, not only are they in the splash zone, but seconds later they're lowered down to watch old Mozzie eat the Great White, with the crowd all clapping and giving a fucking stand ovation. What the fuck is wrong with these people? Back to Claire and Owen, best duck as these sparks are flying. She shows him Pepsi Max with cappuccino pen, as Owen is not impressed in either its stupid name or its teeny tiny little pen, so Claire tries to lure it using a dead cow carcass. He asks, what is it? She says it's part T-Rex, but the rest is classified. It's a no-show, so Claire checks the computer to see if it's still inside. It has no reading, so in Owen goes to see if it has escaped somehow. See, right, three! This guy is out of it! This guy is a fucking idiot. He has trained four raptors. I mean, rather, how he trained four raptors is beyond me. If raptors are smarter than dolphins, in this universe it is, how smart is this fucking thing? Spoiler alert. This is just one huge raptor with special powers, including hiding its heat signature, camouflage, and mind control of every other dinosaur it claps its eyes on. Pepsi Max Extreme, everybody! Pepsi Max Extreme! Anyone goes, and what you know, it's a trap! As outsmarts our hero and escapes, it's now free to hunt and kill. Much like a fat kid in an all-you-can-eat buffet, she eats everything she claps eyes on. Thing is, was this accident or was this planned by Dr. Wu? Is this a field test for the raptors or Wu's shadow company to show off its ultimate power? Or was this just a case of man's complete incompetence? Claire speeds back to the control centre to get the park's SWAT team to take down Pepsi Max with punch. Too bad she sets a trap and takes the out. Seems she remembers where they placed the tracker and she rips it out. The control room is then dead silent. Uh, pun intended. As Claire walks in to get a situation report back to the boys. On a glass train going around the park, Zack is trying to pick up girls every single fucking chance he can. Smooth, real smooth. What about your towny girlfriend, you little fuck? As Grey is worried about the divorce. So much keeping the boys in the fucking dark then. Zack then reassures him it'll be okay. Because I'll get to everything, the greedy little fucking shit. Meanwhile, Claire and company watch in horror as Pepsi Max Raspberry eats everything in sight. And oh, didn't I say? Pepsi Max, the big one, has camouflage and can disappear and reappear at will, or as the fucking script dictates it. Upon seeing this, a pissed off Owen, although Pratt doesn't even play as such because he can't act for shit, demands the island to be evacuated and Pepsi Max killed. He then demands to know what, what Pepsi Max is, as back to the boys, as they get into a giant glass hamster boy, uh, boy, ball rather, to explore the park, and what the hell could go wrong? Oh, and you just know people have tried to run over dinosaurs with this fucking glass uh, hamster ball thing, you just know it. 
just as the boys speed off on their little panzer ball, um, the park goes on a lockdown in his lab. The now evil Doctor Who, you can tell because he's wearing a fucking turtleneck, is up to no good. Mazzarani visits him to demand what he put in Pepsi Max, who then tells him nothing. He just then explains cuttlefish genes were added, hence why it can camouflage itself. Who then passes the buck straight on to Mazzarani, as he has shocked his Frankenstein monster is a killer. Mazzarani fires Wu, who all but turns into a white cat-stroking Bond villain. Never mind that, it's the pointless Jimmy Kimmel cameo, as he is the hamster boy, uh, boy, hamster ball instruction video type person with the terrible fucking jokes. Who wrote this crap? Moving the fuck right on. As the boys in the Gladiator Ball stumble across a herd of mixed vegetator dinosaurs. And by the way, knowing the disaster that was Jurassic Park through to Jurassic Park 3, why isn't every dinosaur on this island a fucking vegetator? I know, yes, here is the ooh, ah scene. As the boys drive through the herd of brachiosauruses. They ignore the park closing warnings and then go off to, quote, explore off-grid. Gee, what can go wrong? Claire calls Zara uh, to get the boys back, but too bad she's lost them hours ago. And she didn't fucking call her. Fired! Panic then ensures with that, Claire calls Zach's cell phone, which, by the way, gets a perfect fucking service until the plot doesn't say it, uh, well, demands it not to. I mean, it's amazing these fucking cell phones can work all over the island, but when it's the, 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 the plot dictates it, they don't work. <sighs> they lose service, so Claire sends rangers to rescue them, but nope, the park is in panic as it's in lockdown. So Claire runs to Owen for help, yet more sparkling chemistry, as back with the boys who are attacked by Pepsi Max, which breaks the unbreakable ball. Is it wrong I wanted at least one of these boys to be eaten? Or at least I'll lose a limb or a finger, at least, for fuck's sake. A hangnail, something. Pepsi Max makes short work of the hamster ball, so the boys exit it and run for it, straight to a dead end, a waterfall which they jump over. So Claire, in her magic high heels, and Owen arrive, fighting the wrecked hamster ball. She fears the worst until Super Tracker, Owen, points out they've found tracks. Okay, and... They come across hundreds of dead or dying dinosaurs, all attacked by Pepsi Max, as Claire tearfully sheds a tear over the dead Brachiosaurus. As I said earlier, this Pepsi Max acts like a fat guy to all we can eat fucking buffet. Meanwhile, on a beach, engine mercs arrive, all led by Hoskins. More flying chemistry, as Claire demands she help find the boys, until Owen points out her shoes and outfit are ridiculous. So with that, she removes a belt, rolls up her sleeves, and ties her shirt around her waist. Ah oh yeah, that's real tough fucking action chick right there. Back to the boys who stumble across the original Jurassic Park and the original Jurassic Park Visitor Center, which, much like the original franchise, is in ruins. I wonder if the raptor is still in the freezer. They find the Jeep news to rescue Dr. Malcolm and fix it up. Meanwhile, at the docks, all 20 thousand people are waiting to be eaten, but not yet. It's time for Dumb Idea 1 million. 
as Hoskins tells Miserani to use the Raptors against all Pepsi Max. Great idea there. Use four tiny Raptors against one huge one with extra bells and whistles added. What could possibly go wrong? Dumb ideas want million and will, as Maserati straps a minigun to his helicopter and flies around the island to take down Pepsi Max. It, of course, fails because he's a dumb fucking idiot, going as far as to crash into an Avery, releasing flying dinosaurs of various varieties. I mean, there's not one but two entire fucking armies on this island, but this twat thinks he's a Superman, so uses his private helicopter, not a gunship, a fucking private helicopter, to take down this huge, mean, big, bad Frankenstein. The eagle on this guy is incredible! Wouldn't you know it? Just as the boys uh, get the fucking 23-year-old Jeep, uh, which works with no problems, I have to do is change a battery. Bullshit. There's no need to fill up with petrol or anything, they just drive off. Claire and Owen show up as they roll off, with old Pipsy Max who just stalks them, but doesn't attack them or even try to eat them. What the fuck? Old Pipsy Max gives chase to Claire as she runs for it in her 5-inch heels, which do not snap nor get stuck in any of the mud or grass or nothing. And here Muzurani attacks. He forces it to a huge birdcage. It spooks uh, the flying dinosaurs and they fly off straight into the helicopter, causing it to crash and explode, which spooks Pepsi Max straight into the docks. As in the control room, Hotskins looks on with a smile on his face because he's a sick fuck. Back to the boys, as this complete fucking Frankenstein train wreck of a movie continues. It copies the T-Rex jeep chase, uh, but this time with flying dinosaurs. The boys make it to the lower part of the island, just as Owen and Claire get that. Handy that. Get there, rather. <coughs> it is on. The bits everybody loves. Dinosaurs attacking and eating the guests. Not gonna lie here, this is pretty cool, but it's too little too bloody well late. Although, I do love this. It kind of recreates the birds. Check my archives. As the five dinosaurs attack and eat people. Poor Zara is picked off her feet by a pterodactyl and is dropped into a water tank uh, where it and her is eaten by old Mozzie. The boys run for it straight to Claire who has Linder Hamilton herself up, machine gunning down dinosaurs left, right and centre. Except the boys run to, run to fucking Owen, little fucks. As back in the control room, a moustache twirling Hopkins takes over with his Merc goons. Engine copters arrive. Hotskins puts his plan into action to use the Raptors against Pepsi Max. Later at night, Hotskin has the Raptors prepped and he straps cameras cameras on them because reasons. Owen arrives, punching Hopkins square in the jaw. Claire claims he's a son of a bitch as he planned the entire thing. Some infinite later, as out they go, just like that. And I swear to God, in the cinema, I burst out laughing at the sight of Chris Pratt riding a fucking motorbike as the Raptors run behind him. That is utterly ridiculous. Meanwhile, Claire takes the boys into an ambulance as they sit in the back of the ambulance, which the doors don't look lock, by the way. She just sits there and watches all things happening on a little tablet because she's a fucking moron. She sees people getting 
killed Lifting and Sinister still sits there. Finally, after five minutes of Pratt riding his bike, quote, like a badass, a we get the Raptors versus Pepsi Max. And in a second, the Raptors turn because you never guess what? This thing that looks like a Raptor, fucking stalks like a Raptor, and is a huge Raptor, is part Raptor. Who knew? Oh, Pepsi Max makes a run for it as the Raptors take down the Mercs, all but Owen and his BFF, uh, who gets away somehow. Owen fires up his bike, so Blue gives chase, the rest of the Raptors chase Claire and the ambulance, and I guess this is the fucking T-Rex chase then. Hmm. She barely escapes as the boys fight off the Raptors, tasing one with a, one of the tasers from Jurassic what, uh, Park 3, as she's about to kill little fucking Grey. I've got to say, for these big bad raptors, they seem to be pretty shit in this thing. They seem to fall down over the place and seem to not be killer instincts and blah blah blah. Anyway, Owen rolls up on his bike, still with Blue chasing him. Claire calls in the copters. Back to Dr. Wu, who is packing up everything and is heading to the copters. Yet another call back to Jurassic Park as Wu steals dinosaur embryos to take them with him. Uh, just check the clock here and how in the f- Fuck, does this have 25 fucking minutes left? Moving the fuck right on, Owen, Claire and the boys get to the lab for reasons. Here they find out what Pepsi Max is made of, which is about a thousand different fucking things, including what looks like old Spinosaurus's backbone. And what's Hotskins to Vaughn villain monologue in John's grand plan to make living weapons out of these dinosaurs. Uh, not to worry, Old Blue kills him off-screen, but of course, because it's PG-13, as Owen and company run. They run straight into the pack. A great fucking pack leader this guy Owen is, you know. Mm. As old Pepsi Max shows up, so it is on. Owen plus Raptors versus Pepsi Max Frankenstein. Claire runs in her still unbroken six-inch heels to the T-Rex paddock. Where, running in her magic heels, she tosses a flare straight onto Pepsi Max, so old Rexy takes it on. It is on! Owen, Raptors and Rex versus the Frankenstein monster. Except, the last time the T-Rex went up against something bigger than it, she lost. Not the same, however. This is the original, the OG T-Rex from Jurassic Park 1. Scars on the neck from the, the um, Raptors on the necks for uh, everything, whatever. Moving the fuck right on. How is this thing still alive, by the way? It must be pushing 30. Anyway, old Rex isn't enough. It's all but down and out until she tricks old Frankie into sticking its tail over the water tank as old Mozzie eats it. A boy chatters to Rex to leave. So off she stomps. Boy runs off into the wilderness as Owen and company run to the ferries. Next morning, the park is empty. The T-Rex climbs to the highest point and roars as credits roll. So that was Jurassic Park beyond dumb and far, far too long. I didn't even like a single character. The effects are good, but only good. Nothing groundbreaking. It's only good. The script is trying too hard to tap into the nostalgia of Jurassic Park. It whacks over the head with the fucking theme song about 25 gazillion times and there has many, many, many flashbacks to the original Jurassic Park. Far too many in my opinion. I hate the Owen character. He is such a smug, arrogant prick. 
plus Claire's magic heels are ridiculous. I'm going to give this thing a 5 out of 10. I mean, this is just beyond stupid. And plus, Mozarani is a fucking idiot for a billionaire. He is thicker than fucking dino shit. Still, come back next week as I wrap up Jurassic Park with Jurassic World, SUW, oh sorry, Fallen Kingdom. February is Fierce Females. Because I've been accused of being sexist, I'm going to do female-led um, action movies. March is not so marvellous March. Marvel movies that bombed. April is Russell Lemire. Terrible movies with wrestlers in it. March is The Turtles because The Turtles are... Was it 30, 40? No, 30 years old. Is that right? 2000, 2010. Yeah, 30 years old. I can't fucking count. <clears throat> June is prom night because prom night. And that's 40. July is Jaws. August is atrocious 80s mania. Terrible 80s movies. September is serial killer movies. November and December is... I haven't a fucking clue, to be honest. So don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod or email me most suggestions to Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com Check out my other franchise podcasts of House, Omen, Batman, Captain America and more. Also my solo podcast of The Fog, The Stuff, Super Mario Brothers and many, 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 many more. Now check my second podcast, The Schlocky Horror Podcast Show, available on Anchor where every two weeks myself and my co-host look at all things B to Z, the very best of the very bad, a bye. And remember, I watch these bad movies, so you don't have to. Now, Spielberg was too busy whether he could, instead of whether he should, milk this franchise to its fucking dead bones, a bye.